Welcome to the Talking Conversation with your hosts, John and Simit. So before we get started with episode two, we're just going to tell you more about how we're going to structure the podcast. Oh, yes. So we thought that yeah. um, there were a lot of topics we wanted to, dis- wanted to discuss. <laughs> a lot of topics, yeah. Yes. And we've kind of broken down all of them the into... In, we kind of grouped them, categorized yeah. them into series that we want to do. Yeah. So... Let me just quickly put up the series that we did. Yeah, so last episode uh, was education. Technology and education. Technology and education. And so we're doing a series on education itself because we think um, certain topics are very broad and we want to discuss issues within those topics. Yeah, so the kind of topics we have decided, uh, as in this main uh, heading, the the series, the big topics, the series, uh, obviously education. Then we have got technology, food, industries, science, transport, <coughs> history, <laughs> history, and current news and affairs. Yes. And each of them, we've got plenty of topics within yeah. that we can go into. We can have numerous of episodes and we can go into yeah. many different depths and directions. Yeah. I think we decided to do this because we wanted to delve deeper into certain topics. Yeah. So we can, you know, explain a bit more depth. And yeah, depth and understanding, not just a shallow surface explanation yeah. of talk. Yeah, totally. That's what we want to do. Okay, so in this episode, we are going to do basically technology slash industries. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about... Actually, more industries, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, so th- we're going we're gonna to put this into a series called The Podcast-Industries. Yeah. And this, uh, this week's topic is... What are the companies of, of the future? Or what will be the companies of the future? Yeah. I think this is a very interesting, interesting. and intriguing path to take because... It's numerous of directions. Because there's, there's so many companies, mm. so many big companies. Right. Which ones? And, and there's in so many different categories. So there's, in, right. there's fashion, there's technology, there's health. There's so many dif- different right. industries. Um, so which ones from which kind of yeah. industries will be the dominating ones in yeah. the next few decades. And I think a lot of talk has been around these larger companies which are related to technology. So you have mm. the fan companies, Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google, right? Yeah. And many people think that they have been dominating the last few years mm. and will be dominating, but which companies will, will emerge and uh, take us into take the, the crown. Take, take the crown. Take the crown. And I, I don't think it's unipolar, right? No. In the sense that only one community takes that no. whole world. I think. I think each company has their own unique kind of you know sell sell off point. Yeah, and contribution to yeah, society. Contribution. So each of them have their importance, but I guess we're kind of analyzing which ones will have the greatest impact right. in our future. Which ones will be the ones which innovate and meet the demands of, of our, people? Oh yeah, right? demand of our future generation. And it's not just technology, as we mentioned. Yeah. It's in a whole variety of fields. Yeah, so fashion, for example, Nike. Right. If that's how you pronounce it, as it's huge. Yes. How you pronounce yeah, Nike. Yeah, Nike or Nike. Nike. And then is Nike. it Nutella or Nutella? Oh, yes, Nutella. Mm. Yeah. Food. Yes, the food industry. Yeah, Which food companies industry. will survive? And also the health industry. Right. It's uh, ever-changing, as we know, constantly changing. Yeah. Which, if any, of the conventional pharmaceutical companies will survive. Yes, I'm, putting it, I'm making it bold because... Yeah, it is the the importance is they are conventional. Yeah, um, and perhaps that's a topic we want to talk about in the future. Yes, very interesting topic there. And uh, I think we should, you know, now cut it, dwell into this. 
Hmm. Mm. What should we start with? Technology, food, which which industry should we start with? We shall start with technology. Mm, easy one. <laughs> easy. Easy, but very broad. Very broad, because the yeah. number of companies that are in technology. Yeah, so and 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 there are a lot of emerging or developing companies, companies at yeah. the moment. Uh, huge investment into the tech field, um, but the speculation if this is a bubble, mm. because you have a lot of software companies that and now sell a software product for yeah a subscription price. Um, you you know you have Netflix, Slack, um, and when you have these software companies, right, they think that adding more features every year makes the mm. product better. But if you add more features, more features, and more features, it will be a race to the end, right? Yeah. Obviously, I just, I just remember that we also thought to mention one industry that we can also talk about the future, the kind of transport, um, yes. automotive industry I think especially. The t- yeah, the transport industry and energy kind of linking Yes. That, it's a growing and exciting field. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think in recent years it hasn't been a lot of focus on it because if you think about it, a lot of innovation tends to be focused on technology as yes. in, in the internet or software. Yeah. And I think there's large focus by the media as well. Yeah. And I think industries such as technology and energy haven't seen that uh, recognition yet. Yeah. Although the innovation may still be evident in those yeah. fields, the media hasn't reported on it. Yeah, so people just feel it's, you know, nothing's been happening yeah. on that side. Yeah, and there's this idea that just everything on the internet will be successful, which mm. I think is a misconception, yeah. right? Um, I, was I, just, I was just, you know, yesterday there was a video by Boston uh, Dynamics, I believe, mm. um, about the robot. Um, what's his name again? I forgot the exact name. But, you know, they were showing another demo video of him doing parkour. Parkour. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, um, I saw... I think it was yesterday or a few days ago. Was it MIT? Um, it was Boston Dynamics. Oh, yeah, Boston Dynamics. The, the, I forgot the name of the robot. Yeah, I've, yeah, I think I've seen that. So, you know, there was a huge thread on it. Quite mm. an interesting one on Twitter. But <laughs> there's a huge thread on it. Quite interesting. Uh, you know, again, robots. Right. In the, in the field of technology. Yeah. In the industry that's, you know, booming mm. and starting to boom. And now I think we're going to burst that bubble. Well, try to burst that bubble. Mm. In there. Try and explaining. Yeah. Explaining why, at least ex- expressing our views and what we think. I think also. Will be the company of the future. Yeah, and. Uh, is it coming back to the idea of is all innovation good? Mm. I think that I think innovation in itself is good for society, but that doesn't necessarily mean all innovation is good. Yeah, you have two ways of thinking about it. One is the ethics way of you know yeah. AI, AI and uh, artificial intelligence overtaking human intelligence. You have that debate, and then you have the other idea, which is is all this investment and money and capital going into these projects really worth it? Mm. And I think. It's good to explore uh, certain aspects within technology um, by researching and developing projects to explore different ideas. But sometimes it comes up to the point, is that money really being spent well wisely. and yeah. wisely? Um, could it be spent elsewhere, such as um, food or energy or transport? Yeah. Um, or even health. I mean, what's what's your what's your view on HS two? How how behind is the UK on that? Extremely behind, especially when you compare to countries which are, or even which were um, not so economically developed. Let's mm. put it that way. Yeah. Um, in the past, you know, fifty years, they were not last fifty uh, fifty years ago. They were not you know, right. huge in, yeah. in compared to the UK. But we are especially in our rail and you know, transport industry, we are so far behind. 
I think I think not even I think not even fifty percent. There's some percentage. I, remember, I think forty percent of our tracks is still or fifty percent mm. are still diesel. Mm. Still diesel. Yeah. In a, in a, in a, I mean, not like the biggest country. Like I don't know, bigger countries. Even Germany, much bigger country. Mm. Um, after even after the war, there's so many you know um, economic sanctions on them and things like that. They still are so far ahead in their technology, yeah. safety, and their kind of advancement on their infrastructure and how yeah. quickly you know they're evolving and you know transforming their yeah. transport. And, and that's why coming back to the main thing. HS2, I think, is pointless. Mm. Even though I love trains, yeah. if anyone knows, if anyone knows me, they probably can uh, tell. I yeah. I love trains, and obviously, I yeah. I would actually be the first person to sign up if there's if there's a new train mm. route. No, I I believe there should be more train routes. Right. But HS2, looking at the route and looking at how slow they're working on, mm. I, I see it's po- I see right. I, I see it becoming and, pointless. And this I think Hyperloop. They should they should you know invest in Hyperloop like Virgin um, Hyperloop. Right. They want to cut. Uh, they want to build a um, hyperloop from London to Edinburgh, obviously via Newcastle, mm-hmm. and uh, London to Glasgow via Manchester. You can cut down the journey time from London to Edinburgh, right. which is like five hours by conventional high-speed trains today, to just fifty minutes. Yeah, and I think you hinted out the problem, right? That the idea of governments conflicting with companies and perhaps companies such as Hyperloop and Virgin, mm. right? They're working on more inspiring and exciting projects, yeah. which I think. The government doesn't necessarily totally. see. They, they see it in black and white terms. They see convention rather yeah. than doing something which pushes the human race forward. Or For them, it's again, it's just profit. For them, they, if, if, if it won't make money, right. then they, kind of, they, will, they won't really want to invest, money, uh, mm. invest in it. Mm. Um, HS2, in a way, it is, number one, it's going to take forever to build because you know how lazy British workers are. I no mean, offence, no offence to anyone. An but, assumption, right. And um, I, 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 but I think you can't blame... That aspect, I think it's there's a productivity issue, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's this productivity productivity issue in the UK at the moment, right? The media likes to report on that, but I think, and then they think that if you have more research and development investment yeah. in that, it will somehow improve productivity. It's but also, it's also the planning of I think the main, I think the main problem when it comes to you know transport in the mm. UK is the planning. There's, right. there's never good planning there, even for Crossrail. Right. Supposed to release this December, yeah. um, it's been it's been you know, uh, been for the deadline's been pushed uh, six months ahead. Yeah, I mean they've been working on for ten years already. Yeah. and this is not a new concept. If you go back into the nineteen eighties, seventies, things like that, there was a proposal for Crossroad then as well. So I just think everything related to you know in the transport industry, mm. especially in the UK, I would mm. say. Obviously, if we can talk from experience here, mm. um, it's very slow. Yeah, and very the very slow. C- companies. Uh, the idea of companies is great, I think, because yeah. it, it pushes mm. these firms to stay in stay stay in the game and keep up with the industry. Yeah. Because otherwise, right, they fear being, um, they fear losing out on developments in the industry. Right, you you see Apple in the past um, mm. releasing three revolutionary products, maybe more in some people's perspective, um, but the idea of each company trying to be at the forefront of the mm. industry, I think it's really lacking in the state environment. I think that's... You know, I kind of think that when if, if companies, you know, work together right. in, in certain aspects, it would, you know, make, obviously make, um, make innovation happen, happen faster, what I'm trying to say. You know, if companies work together, collaborate, and, uh, you know, share yeah, so their expertise, for example. Right, so... so 
a company that does that well is Tesla, right? Yeah. Which shares its patents. Um, right. So there's, um, mm. obviously you've seen in the news, yeah. there's a lot of speculation and um, talks about Elon Musk and Tesla and some of it being negative. I think, and I think if you look at it from an objective point of view, the idea of electric cars and pushing ourselves to a more sustainable future yeah. is a noble purpose yeah. to carry out. He actually and even tweeted a few, day, a few days ago yeah. about... Um, the know, IPCC. Yeah, and also about um, Tesla, you know, electric cars are going to save the world in the sense right. that it's going to cut down the number of fossil fuels. Mm. I'm not sure many of you know, but the, one of the first kind of cars, mm. especially in an early you know, decade, were actually electric cars. They were actually mm. terrible, but they were electric cars initially. Only after... I forgot the name. I think it was Ford or something. The Model T, maybe? No, I forgot who it was. I'm, I'm terrible in this because I'm not a car person that <laughs> way. So I don't remember names, but there was this good video about it. Mm. Um, the, 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 after, uh, only the kind of petrol revolution mm. and the combustion engine re- revolution right, yeah, yeah, yeah. that diesel car, uh, that petrol cars became a thing. Mm. Before that, it was originally just, obviously, steam cars. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then actually there were electric cars, right. but they were just so slow, mm. low range, obviously, because battery problems. At that time, there's there a, there a thing. At that time, the, the technology, the, ba- the battery technology, the, you know, the efficiency technology of uh, making batteries efficient and last long and the range was not there. Mm. But now when, when we have that capability... Yeah, we have the possibility. Yeah, possibility. Um, it's really annoying when you know, people put down, people are actually trying to change the world in a good way. Right. That's the important thing. Yeah, He's changing yeah, yeah. in a good way. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of a shame. It, when, it doesn't when, make sense. Yeah, right? it's a shame when companies and media mm. you know, give a negative image mm. um, to someone who's trying to you know, work hard. Yeah. You can see that. Yeah. If you look at his interviews, this is obviously my um, Your, interpretation, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you look at his interviews, you can tell from his face, or from his body language, that he is generally... Mm. He generally believes in what he's doing and he wants to work, it's, work it's for. It's his baby. I mean, he's invested <laughs> yeah. a lot of time and yes. money into it. And uh, just coming back to the idea, that the purpose itself, it's one that will benefit society. And mm. it's kind of logical. It's very logical. And it comes down to the idea that Tesla isn't just a firm that looks in short-term profits or yeah. the idea of short-termism, which engulfs the whole... Uh, business industry. Yeah, I think um, it mm, it takes yeah. a lot of courage mm. to think in the long term in a way which helps to move society forward. And many business people they don't see that. They just um, they just want quick money. They just want they just want to make it as profitable. They only look at the numbers. Profit. Yeah, that's problem. I mean, just uh, when he said then long term, I was like straight away Amazon. Right. Because he, he knew that he wasn't. He, was, yeah. he, he knew that he wasn't going to expect. He was not expecting profit. Mm. And they didn't make profit. I think like five, seven years or something like that. Mm. Um. when they were launched. But now look at them. Right. They've expanded to so many different you know industries. And this comes back to the idea that innovation is not about um making money or cool yeah. products. It's about um making people happy and trying yeah. to make society better yeah. in some way yeah. or form. Yeah. Yeah, so coming back to, I guess, what would be the company of the future, mm. my kind of basic kind of principle would be that the company that uses technology well, mm. current technology, and, uh, and allows it to innovate. So, you know, you come up with all the possibilities and choose the one that is best suited for the future generation mm. and how it can not just help 
people, but you know, also look after the planet. Mm. Because if, if we don't do both um, together, I can't think of the word now, but if they, you know, I can't think of the word <laughs> right now, it's really annoying when I can't do that. But when they, you know, they, they try and you know, use, um, work, work with both together, right. come up with a solution, that is, um, I think, I guess, the true thing, a true kind of, as an aim. Yeah. That companies should aim for if they want to, you know, be a dominant, let's say, player mm. in the future, yeah. is how they use um, technology and you know, um, and skills, I guess you can say, yeah. to improve lives and also improve the environment together. Because I'm pretty sure everyone wants to, or at least understands, apart from a few <coughs> Trump, <laughs> apart from a few who uh, they understand that. By improve by helping the environment and improving the environment, we're also going to be improving human life. And together, if you if you put them together, then only we can come up with a good solution for the future. Yeah. So, Samit, what do you think are the responsibilities of large technology companies such as Apple or Amazon or Alphabet? I think um, actually, to be honest, any company mm. responsibility for any company is to. Whatever they do, whatever they you know, whatever their company specializes in, whether it's auto automotive industry, car, mm. car, <laughs> for technology industry or health or anything, food industry, is their practices should be right. So ethical should be ethical, should be morally right, mm. and should not be just done to make as most profit. It should be done considering it has the least harm, least right. impact to the environment and the health of other individuals. Right, so these large companies, whether it be in technology or in food, uh, their yeah. primary aim should be um, helping... Or even in fashion. Right, yeah. Helping society to move forward by developing solutions which uh, take into account the ethics and morality of those activities. Um, in addition to that, um, you could see that you can see in the global landscape at the moment that these companies are striving to uh, find solutions to uh, world-spread problems such as poverty, uh, water scarcity, and the development of better infrastructure. Um, yeah. And I think these large companies have the capital and investment uh, in order to research and develop into those areas. Um, yeah. I think yeah. I think in the next kind of couple of decades, all these kind of the the companies do many wrong things. They're, they're, I mean, I can give a big example, which you know many people may not know or may or may do know, mm. uh, may know. Uh, Coca Cola, right? They spend huge proportion of their profit, huge proportion of their you know money, in uh, basically stopping any information of you know the way they produce their uh, way they produce their drinks and all that and the things they contain in it because they know that certain things in it are not very good they're actually very, very harmful right. carcinogenic um, things and other other um, chemicals which are you know more suitable for almost like you know like mini weapons you can right. say and, and they're very destructive for the human health and all that but they spend like tr- uh, it's like billions um, every year, I'm not sure how much that is, but how, how much that is in their mm. overall uh, profit um, um, margin. But they spend so much money trying to stop any research, and any re- and and even if any research does it does take place, they kind of you know lobby the governments and things like that to stop it reaching the public. Right, and you bring up the important aspect of information transparency. So, um, with 
mechanisms such as social media and uh, in this information age where um, accessibility to information is uh, much more evident, it allows consumers like us to know more about the different processes and the chains involved in producing such goods or services. Um, and this may be more evident in certain industries such as food. Mm. Um, Even in fashion, you know, the way they treat their workers. Mm. Um, exploitation. Yeah, exploitation. You know, it's, it's just any company. It's just exploitation of um, obviously environmental resources as well as human resources. Mm. I think both that, exploiting that, and also exploit, exploiting, you know, governments and things that, and, you know, uh, other things because of transparency issues mm. like you mentioned before of, you know, exposing their actual truth because some of their practices are very unethical. Right, but... Very. Yeah, but do you think this stems from the actions of the company or um, the demand of individuals such as the normal public? But doesn't the demand for certain goods mm. and services like soft drinks or uh, clothing mm, I think, lead you know, to that? I think, you know, the demand now... The demand now was um, is now much higher. Before, mm. when the companies initially started in the right. first, you know, it was more, you know, just trying to get their products out. Um, and I guess it's marketing. The way they market their products as a necessity, almost like a commodity, like a daily, um, yeah. daily requirement. Yeah, a need. Yeah, a need. That's mm. yeah. That's the right word. Need. Um, the way they market it, I think that's why there's a, there's a, it's, led, it's led to a huge demand in things which are actually not necessary. Right. And or just something which is some, supposed to be... In, in, I'm not saying that soft drinks are bad mm. in terms of you, can't, you should never have soft drinks. Right. I'm not against it. Mm. It's that it should be you know, a balance, a control mm. over it. And the way they market not just drinks, fashion, um, any te technology devices and things like that, they make it as if it's a compulsory essential to look good in society, mm. to look like a you know, like an average you know, I don't know how to how to put it, but you know, look like someone who knows how to live in the world. Put it that way. Mm. That they're, they're modern. But right. I hate that word when people classify <laughs> you. You're not modern if you don't go buy right. clothes from yeah. this style. You don't use these styles, this thing like that. I kind of hate that. If it's not morally or, or correct, or if you know the company is doing things wrong, mm. then you should not, you know. You should not. You should follow. not help them. You should not follow them. Mm. By following them, you're helping them to, you know, promote their bad message, right. which is not transparent mm. to many people. And I think um, the concept that the middle class is growing at mm. a larger rate, yeah. with the likes of uh, the growth in emerging economies such as China and yeah. India, I think that also puts a lot of stress upon resources. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also the thing. I guess is. You can say, like you, was, I'm just going back because you said, is, is it the demand or is it the company's mm. fault? You can say, um, I would say it's it's just like the few people, like the top people or the, or the sales people, whatever they are, the top, you know, managing management, they want, they kind of, just they don't care really about mm. how they're doing it. They just want to make as much profit, make as much right. money as possible, and make their company as big and as powerful as they can. Right. Uh, and in that greed, they forget that that eventually, right. if, if there's nothing left, if, if 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 they've used all the earth's resources and things like that, and there's nothing left, then what's the point? What's the what's the point? Yeah, and on top of that, I think a, a, a highly evident characteristic within the business world is the idea of short-termism. <coughs> yeah. So as you said, businesses 
when they're growing, they tend to shift their focus away from why they originally started and focus more on creating as much profit as possible. Yeah, and growing their company as big Gr- as they can. Yeah, in order to fight off any competition. And you see this you see this in a lot of companies um, with the likes of IBM back in... Uh, back in the twentieth, the the late twentieth century, um, when they became a really large company and stopped innovating, and once you stop innovating, the industry um, still moves forward. And as a company, you're trapped behind with the dogmas of the past. Mm, yeah. And I think an important um, focus of large companies is trying trying to figure out what they can do with um, profit, capital, and opportunities they can go after. Mm. Um, and we come back to the, the concept of solving large problems, problems which matter to a lot of people and will help to create a more equal society and a better world to live in. Yeah. Um, and it's not just focused on technology. Mm. It's across all industries. And I think there's a civic responsibility for companies to care about their company, the people, the products they make, and what they're on this planet to do, right? Yeah, yeah, comes back to it. It's not, I think, I'm I'm not saying it's it's wrong to look at the financial side of of, of how the business, it's important, but it's also important to balance it out with, um, there's no point in earning, basically, in a way that it's damaging mm. to the environment and to the other people, because at the at the end that that part that you've damaged only makes your foundation of your company weak. Mm. Think about it. Right. And because without that, you have no base, and without without a foundation, you collapse. Right. Simple. I think now, now kind of nearing the end of the episode, yeah. it's been about um, twenty six minutes. I think twenty five. I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong. Don't 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 blame me. Um, <laughs> Um, so I think, uh, yes, yeah, so... It's right for companies to invest their profits into areas which they know they can impact. Yeah, um, in a good way. In a good way, obviously. Um, but that requires a labour force which is focused on solving problems. Um, for example, you have Google, which uh, gives its employees 20% um, of, I think, their working week to focus on a problem they want to solve. And... And through yeah, that, that yeah, yeah through through that uh, innovation through um, spontane- spontaneity is that spontaneous Spon- spontaneity yeah, yeah. Um, will help to improve the company itself. Yeah, I think um, since we're nearing the end of the episode, I guess our main focus yeah. for this for this particular topic of this series, um, especially for the next few episodes that we're going to do on this series, is to. Focused on individual companies such as you know Disney, co- uh, even Coca Cola, Nike, Apple, Tesla. Yes, I'm coming to your favorite Apple, John. Yeah. <laughs> SpaceX, for example, all these um, companies that obviously established and some emerging companies, and I guess analyze what we think and why we think they will be the companies of yeah. the future and what their goals and objectives are and why how it will impact us. Yeah, how it will impact us in the end. I think is a very important. Um, aspect to look yeah. at, but also how they do it. That would yeah. be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's I I know I always say this, especially it's always um when when you, whenever you have to do something, you have to do it holistically. You have to look at all the aspects, 
and then then decide whether that's the best way to do it or not. Yeah, but that also requires an in-depth understanding of um, specific issues you're trying to yeah. target. And so what I mean, I'm not mean by holistically just look at the surface. What mm. I mean by holistically is look at all the kind of yeah. issues and areas and all the all the elements that make up that right. thing, and right. then mm. go ahead with it. Yeah, so I think that's a good way to that's end. A uh, wrap good to our second episode. Yeah, that's a good way to end. Um, I think it was. This episode was much more natural. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. With too many sound effects. Yeah. External sound effects. <laughs> Anyways. See Anyways. You in uh, the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe. How could you forget that, John? You need oh, to yeah. subscribe to us. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed, please, you know, give us a comment to tell um, new topic ideas and yeah. th- tell us what you think about it. And give us your views on wh- what you think the companies of the future will be and why. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.